Section 14 of The Baha'i Revelation by Thornton Chase This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater The Baha'i Revelation by Thornton Chase, Section 14 Declaration of God's Singleness God, singly and alone, abideth in his own place, which is holy above space and time, mention and utterance, sign, description and definition, height and depth. Traveller's Narrative, 148 We bear witness that there is no God but him Everlastingly he was, and there was nothing beside him. Everlastingly he will be, even as he hath been. Exalted is the merciful one above this, that the hearts of the people of wisdom should ascend unto the comprehension of his nature, or that the understanding of such as inhabit the worlds should rise to the knowledge of his essence. Holy is he above the knowledge of all save himself, and exempt is he from the comprehension of what is beside him. Verily, in eternity of eternities was he independent of the worlds. Traveller's Narrative, 397 It is evident to the possessors of knowledge and illumined minds that the unseen divinity and essence of oneness hath been holy beyond emanation and appearance, ascent and descent, ingress and egress, is exalted above the praise of every praiser and the comprehension of every comprehender. He hath been and is everlastingly hidden in his own essence, and will be eternally concealed from eyes and sights in his own entity. The sight comprehendeth him not, but he comprehendeth the sight. He is the gracious, the wise, Egon 69. God, in his essence, is sanctified above ascent or descent, entrance or exit. He hath been and will be everlastingly independent of or free from the attributes of the creatures. No one hath known him and no soul hath found out his substance. All the sages are bewildered in the valley of his knowledge, and all the saints are perplexed in their endeavor to comprehend his essence. He is purified from being comprehended by all men of comprehension, and is exalted above the knowing of men of knowledge. Persian Seven Valleys, 29. The True One is sanctified above all, 
but his signs are manifest in all things. The signs are from him, not he himself, and all of them are recorded and visible in the volume of the world. The plan of the world is a great book. Everyone endowed with perception can grasp therefrom that which shall enable him to attain to the right path and the great message. Consider the rays of the sun. Its lights have encompassed the world, but these splendors are from it and from its manifestations. They are through itself, but are not itself, i.e. its essence or substance. Whatever is seen on the earth is expressive of his power, knowledge, and grace, while he, God, is sanctified from all. His Holiness Christ says, Thou hast hidden these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Words of Paradise 46 Declaration of God's Manifestations all my limbs testify that there is no God but Him, and that those whom He quickened with the truth and sent for men's guidance are the manifestations of His most comely names, the daysprings of His supreme attributes, and the recipients of His revelation in the realm of creation by whom the standard of the faith of the unity is set up, and the sign of renunciation becomes apparent, and by whom every soul taketh a course towards the Lord of the throne. Traveler's Narrative 397 Man, the most noble and perfect of the creatures, is a mightier evidence and greater expression than the other visible things. The most perfect, superior, and excellent of men are the manifestations of the Son of Truth. These holy temples are the eternal primal mirrors which express the invisible of the invisibles, and all his names and attributes, such as knowledge, power, dominion, grandeur, mercy, wisdom, glory, generosity, and beneficence. Egon 72 I testify, O my God, that this is a day wherein thy proof hath been completed and thy evidence became manifest. Thy signs have descended, thy tokens have shone forth. Thy face hath gleamed, thy argument been perfected, thy mercy hath preceded the beings, and the sun of thy bounty hath shone in such wise that thou hast made known the manifestation of thyself, the treasury of thy science, and the dayspring of thy greatness and might. He is the one whose covenant thou hast administered to whosoever is created in the kingdoms of heaven and earth, in the realms of command and creation.
I testify that by him the supreme pen hath moved, by his mention the tablets have been adorned in the kingdom of names, by him thy breezes have spread, and the fragrances of thy garment have been diffused between the earth and heaven. Tablet I testify that verily there is no God save him, and he who hath come is verily the hidden mystery, the concealed secret, the most great book for the nations, and the heaven of beneficence to the world. He is the mighty sign among mankind, and the dawning place of highest attributes in the world of emanation. Through him hath appeared that which was concealed from all eternity, and was hidden from men of discernment. Verily, he is the one whose manifestation was announced by the books of God in former and later times. Whoever acknowledges him, his signs, and his evidences, hath verily acknowledged that which the tongue of grandeur hath uttered before the creation of heaven and earth, and before the appearance of the kingdom of names. Through him the sea of knowledge hath moved among mankind, and the running water of wisdom hath flowed from the presence of God, the King of days. Blessed is the discerning one who witnessed and perceived, the hearing one who heard his sweet voice, and the hand that took hold of the book through the power of its Lord, the King of this world and of the world to come. Words of Paradise 70 The True One, glorious is his glory, for the showing forth of the gems of ideals from the mine of man hath in every age sent a trusted one the primary foundation for the faith of god and the religion of god is this that they should not make diverse sects and various paths the cause and reason of hatred these principles and laws and firm sure paths appear from one dawning place and shine from one day spring and these diversities were out of regard for the requirements of the time season ages and epochs we have sent one whom we have strengthened with the holy spirit that he may give you glad tidings of this light which hath shone forth from the horizon of the will of your Lord, the exalted, the most glorious, and whose effects have appeared also in the West, that ye may turn unto him in this day which God hath made the choicest of the days, wherein the merciful hath revealed himself to whosoever is in the heavens and earth. The fragrances of the merciful have diffused their sweet odors over the beings. Blessed is he who findeth their perfume, 
and advanceth unto them with a clean heart. Adorn thy temple with the embroidered garment of my name, thy tongue with my celebration, and thy heart with my love, the precious, the powerful. We have not desired for thee aught save that which is better for thee than all thou hast in thine own possession and what is in the whole treasury of the earth. Verily, thy Lord is the all-wise, the all-knowing. Behold, this is the sun of the cause, which hath shone from the horizon thereof. Blessed is God, who hath appeared with the truth in manifest dominion. Tablet do ye object to the one who hath produced unto you the evidences of God, his proofs, arguments, and signs? They are not of his own accord, but from the presence of him who hath delegated and sent him with the truth, and made him the lamp of the world. If my offense is caused by the exaltation of the word of God, and the manifestation of his command, verily will I be willing to be the first of culprits, and will never consent to exchange this guilt even for the possessions of the kingdoms of the earth and heavens. Among mankind are some who say that this servant desireth not save the perpetuation of his name, and others say that he desireth the world for himself, notwithstanding that I have not found during the days of my life a place of safety, such that I might set my feet therein, but was ever overwhelmed in the floods of affliction, whereof none is aware save God. Verily he knoweth what I say. Doth he, who regardeth not his life as assured for less than a moment, desire the world? I marvel at those who speak after their lusts and wander madly in the desert of passion and desire. Shouldst thou drink the pure wine of life from the cups of the words of thy Lord the Merciful, thou shalt attain to a station whereby thou wilt cut thyself from that which thou hast and cry in my name among the inhabitants of the world. Wash thyself with the water of devotion for the sake of this celebration, which hath shone forth from the horizon of creation. Verily, it shall purify thee from the dust of the world. Tablet to Napoleon III. Consider, reflect on those people of old who cast the signs of God behind their backs and pronounce sentence with evident injustice against the manifestations of the command. How many learned ones lamented at their separation and were expecting and supplicating day and night to be honored by a manifestation of a name of the names. But when the Creator of heaven came, they turned away from him and denied as falsehood the argument of God and his evidence, and practiced oppression against him, whereat the eyes of the messengers 
have overflowed with tears. As to thee, grieve not for anything, and be resigned to God in all aspects. Verily, he heareth and seeth, and he is the listener, the answerer. Tablet End of section 14 Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater Recorded in London, England